Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. I missed you all. Sorry I was on vacation last week. And forgive the beard today. I had straightened it, so I guess this is more of a Viking look. To be honest, I think I've been growing for 10 months now. I'm going to go to a year. So if you don't like it, you're going to have to tolerate this shit for two more months. But if at the end of the year I can't like braid it or do something with it, I'll probably go back to the way it used to be. So... Please actually let me know your comments and thoughts about my beard. I'd love to hear them. Um, if you do like it this long, do you like it this, like just blow dried, or do you like it straightened? Um, this video is similar to some of my past videos, but I wanted to talk about something a little bit different as well. Um, the basic concept of the video is whose fault is it really? And the first time I really started thinking about this, this was like, I don't know, God, it was a long time ago. I mean, this had to be 10, 15 years ago. But I was sitting with my best friend at an Einstein's, and I'm not saying any of this in an insulting way. I'm just trying to say how your average person would view this individual. And the gentleman working behind the counter like had green hair and purple hair and like just earrings all over in like the wrong places and he had like tattoos all over his face and it, it like you know some people can pull that off and it looks really good well I don't know about the hair part but this guy was not one of them I mean it just <sighs> objectively it almost came across like a Ron Jeremy type of scenario it's like this guy was purposefully trying to make himself look as unattractive as possible. And I remember sitting at the table and I was talking with my friend Dave and I was like, I asked him, I'm like, why would someone tattoo those things on their face? Like, I, like I just, I have a naturally curious personality. I always want to know why. And for whatever reason, his answer just really stuck with me even to this day. And I'm not saying categorically this was it. It just, this was one scenario that happened to make a lot of sense. And Dave's literally the smartest man I know. I mean, he's like human encyclopedia. But he said, it's simple. It's a defense mechanism. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, it's easy because if he hits on someone and that person rejects him, it doesn't have to be because they don't like him. He can convince himself in his head that, oh, they just didn't like my hair or they didn't like my face tattoos or they didn't like my piercings or whatever. And it just really made sense. Like, oh shit, that actually makes a lot of sense. And I thought about that over the years and I feel like it applies to a lot of what's going on today. And, uh, What prompted uh, the video today is I was talking to a friend earlier and they were telling me that they had to be a witness um, at work, like to two employees giving a statement. And basically what happened was there was a manager and the manager has two employees and they both just happened to be black, total coincidence. And the manager asked one of the employees, um, where's the other guy? And then he made up something that was like complete and obvious bullshit. It wasn't actually what was going on. And the manager said, seriously, you guys just cover for each other constantly. 
And then they turned it into like this whole racial thing that you guys had to mean because they were black, which is the most ridiculous, absurd thing I've ever heard. Because any parent would say that to two brothers or a brother and a sister or any manager would say that to two employees that are constantly covering for each other. I mean, I could go on and on with the number of people who would say that and it would have nothing to do with your race, gender or anything else. But the point is, it it seems like more and more often, and I see this a lot in school, is, you know, uh, people will say, you know, the student will say, oh, well, teacher just gave me a bad grade on this paper because I'm, insert random qualifier here, whether that's white, Hispanic, black, gay, Muslim, uh, a skater, a jock, a stoner, it doesn't matter, but... The point is, every time I see this, and granted there are some cases where it is absolutely legitimate and it's truly racism and I don't condone that under any circumstance, so I just want to make that crystal clear. So there are some legitimate examples, but the vast majority of the time, what it seems like is people are trying to deflect responsibility because it's easy to say oh, I got denied from that apartment because I'm gay or because I'm wearing this type of T-shirt or whatever else. And the reason why it matches so well with what Dave told me is it's a defense mechanism because as long as you can blame it on something external, you're not responsible for your own actions because the second you stop blaming things externally, the second it's not because of insert random qualifier, all of a sudden the problem is you. And the second the problem is you, you need to step back and be like, wow, you know, maybe it's my credit score that sucks. Maybe it's, you know, I came to court dressed like I'm dressed now. That's not appropriate. Like, but the point is, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm sure I've done this. Um, and one example that I bring up a lot in school is, uh, people love to bring up the whole, like, oh, it's easy for you to say, cause you could pass for a straight cis male. And then they add on like one or two other things. And like, I've had people say that to me in school and I'm like, seriously, I look like I fucking broke out of prison yesterday. Granted, when I do these videos, like, I wear a t-shirt. But if I'm in public wearing gym shorts and, like, a white wife beater, 95% of people are scared of me. But I can honestly say that has never held me back one single time. Not once have I ever gotten bad service or anything else. And it would be very easy to judge me on my appearance... But the thing is, when I meet someone new, I smile. I I take a second to disarm them. And I just watched a a documentary a couple nights ago about Danny Trejo. Um, He was the star of Machete. He was also in uh, Desperado. He's like the really, really scary looking Mexican with the tattoo of a woman on his chest. And he was talking about it. And he's like, yeah, I, I know the way I look. And... You know, my friends growing up used to tell me every single thing about you is meant to intimidate. And, you know, he's never had any issues because he's 
articulate, he's engaging, he's polite, he's, um, you know, he smiles, he, you know, people like him, they, I mean, literally, when you see him walking up, yeah, you may think of a certain thing, but five seconds after meeting him, every single thing you thought he was has disappeared, and you're now taking him for who he is as a person, and I hate to say this next part, but I don't think any of you guys are going to disagree with me that gay culture, gay society as a whole is, um, generally speaking, one of the most shallow materialistic there is. And I know a lot of gay men who just, you know, they love being gay, but they hate their culture. I mean, I've heard, I've lost count of how many times I've heard a gay man say, I absolutely hate my people because so many of them are that way. And where I'm going with this is, um, like on my Instagram and uh, Twitter, I'll see a lot of the times, you know, people get body shamed and whatever else. And just to give an example to try to counter that, um, I have a very good friend who lives in New Orleans. And, I mean, he's conservatively... 150 maybe 200 pounds overweight um like if I were to objectively judge him how society would judge him people would probably put him at like a 4 maybe on a scale of 1 to 10 however I have never like that guy has no problem hooking up with guys who you would think he would never have a chance with because when you look at him, you'd be like, oh my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the guy has one of the most phenomenal personalities I have ever seen. He's energetic. He's enthusiastic. He's charismatic. I mean, truly, like, I mean, think back on your life. I'm sure there's got to be a time in your life where you saw someone and they might have been a four or five or a six. But the second you factored into their personality, they became like a fucking perfect 10. And I guess what I'm trying to say, and I'm trying to say this in the most loving, helpful way possible, is that... Stop. Like, no one's going to be everyone's type. There's plenty of people that don't find me attractive. There's plenty of people that... Whatever, and that's perfectly okay. So I'm not saying that you come up, you become an amazing personality, and 100% of people can't wait to have sex with you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the next time you get rejected or you get bad service or, you know, something doesn't go your way, instead of looking to blame it on some external thing, like, be objective be rational, remove your emotions from it. I know you guys get tired of hearing me say that, but ask yourself, like, you know, did I smile? Was I polite? You know, did ask yourself what you could have done? Because as long as you keep blaming like shortcomings or failures or whatever word you want to attach to it on external factors, you'll never actually look inward and you'll never actually grow as a person. You know, uh, again, another example, you know, let's say you go to court for a traffic thing and the, and the judge, um, 
and the judge doesn't throw out the case, you know, and, but the thing is, you went in there and you were dressed like I am right now, you didn't bother combing, you didn't bother shaving, you know, there was profanity coming out of your mouth, you didn't say yes, your honor, no, your honor, well, there's your problem right there, like, those are things you can change, it wasn't because of your religion or your race or your sexual orientation or whatever. And I'm not saying it never is. There are legitimate examples. But I would wager a bet, unless you live in some, like, absolute podunk, inbred, hillbilly town, or you live in, like, the most racist place on earth, the majority of the time, those things have nothing to do with it. So, you know, and this also kind of ties in with what I've said in the past, and I'll just repeat this because I still see it continue to happen over and over, and this just happened to me um, this morning, but someone was texting me, and I didn't respond because I was shooting a video, and then I go and I check my phone, and there's like literally 16 messages in a row, and it's like, yeah, I was interested right up until I saw that, or like on Grinder, there was a guy I was interested in shooting with, I just happened to be on a motorcycle ride when he texted me and I opened up Grinder to respond to someone else. I checked his message, but I didn't respond to it. And when I got home, I was going to respond to him and I opened up and I saw a message from him. Oh, I saw you read my message and didn't respond. You must not be into me. You must be one of those cocky, arrogant assholes and like this really nasty message. I was like, the fuck? No, I just didn't respond to you because I was busy, you know, but like also being objective and this was my fault 100%, but there was a, a potential client I was texting with a few days ago, and I completely forgot to respond to him. And thankfully, I happened to remember to respond to him like three, four days later. So if you don't get a response from someone, don't just keep sending follow-up messages because there's a million reasons they didn't respond that have nothing to do with you. So, you know, but in that case, if you text someone and they don't respond, well, they could have actually forgot to, you know, check their phone. So if you want to text them the next day or two days later, okay, that's perfectly okay. Um, you know, if you know for a fact they read it, uh, sometimes on Twitter, I'll leave messages unread until I'm ready to respond to them just so that I don't lose them in, like, the massive messages. But the point I'm trying to make is don't take things... <sighs> personally stop blaming external factors be objective you know i'll leave you with one final example and uh my final example is and i hate you know that race is a factor here but um it is but one time in my uh sociology class um this was years ago uh, there was this woman in there, and, I mean, she spoke with probably a second-grade vocabulary. I mean, extremely uneducated, very ghetto. Um, she wore, like, fake gold hoop earrings, you know, her eyebrows painted on. She would always, you know, talk about how she was broke because, you know, and her electricity got shut off because she just bought this purse. I mean, just, I think you get the idea of the type of person this is. And one day, the topic of race got brought up, 
and then she decided to chime in. And she's like, I remember one time I got denied from an apartment because I was black. And I was like, what the... I didn't actually say this because I wasn't about to start shit in class. But in my mind, I'm thinking, it ain't because you're black. That literally had nothing to do with it. I guarantee you, it's probably because you have a 400 credit score. They talking to you, they just assume that you're probably the most ghetto, trashy person on the face of the planet. I mean, nothing about you is conveying responsibility. I mean, literally nothing. You know, but for her, it was easier to blame it on her race because if she blames it on her race, she doesn't actually have to take responsibility for her own actions. I mean, if I were to like put on my full leathers and I mean, just look as scary and intimidating as possible, I'm not going to go to a really, really fancy mall and then wonder if security's following me. I know why they're following me. You know, it's because of the way I'm dressed, you know, etc. So, you know, just when bad shit in life happens, sometimes it's legitimately bad shit. And if it's legitimately racist or whatever it is, that's fucked up and that needs to be addressed. But, and I'm not saying this is categorical. I never like to make those statements. This is just based on my life and the things I've seen. But the next time some bad shit happens, ask yourself, was there something you could have done? Like, maybe perhaps your paper wasn't actually that good, and it's not because the professor doesn't like your green hair. So, you know, I hope you guys were able to take something away from this video. Um, next week, I'm going to be going to Sturgis, so I'll try and get out another video before I leave. I love you all. If you guys uh, like this video, please share it. Like, comment, subscribe. It truly means the world to me, and the comments, I always read those. So feedback, ideas for future videos, I would absolutely love those.